Find us on the web at mbradio.us. I want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of MBR views. Remember, this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride. Welcome to Gunslinger's Tavern. I'm Audrey McHugh. I'm a bisexual, open woman that served in the military. Brownwater Navy, shout out to my Airedales. One in three veterans experience military sexual trauma. Here we use whiskey for good and talk about all different events that affect veterans and how we can do better to make sure that no one has to release their burden of rape at these gates anymore and ensure that veterans' lives are advocated and lived for. Hey guys, it's another wonderful episode of Gunslinger's Tavern. Glad you guys are here. There has been a lot going on um, in the world today for current events. And so I'm kind of just going to break some things down. I'm sure a lot of you understood that it was Martin Luther King's day to celebrate. A lot of active services happened. People were posted quotes all over the place. And so I actually went to the March of Washington in Washington to celebrate the 60th anniversary of truly something that is um, awe-inspiring for many today. That's why so many people quote from Dr. King. But a lot of people don't understand that his last action was really to try to attack poverty itself. And you're like, well, how can you speak on such a thing? I, myself, lived in poverty before I went to college and worked for the federal government. My mother was wrongfully evicted from her house and it caused us to be homeless at 10 years old. And I had to live in a homeless shelter at 10 in Elmsford, New York. And then we were transferred to another shelter in um, Mount Vernon. And this was incredibly um, damaging and, you know, horrendous for a child to experience. But I, I got through it and I made sure that I was the first person directly in my, um, you know, immediate family to graduate from college, which, you know, that's Penn State. So I'm very, very proud of, of graduating from that. But a lot of people don't understand that poverty is a choice in this country. And what Dr. King was really trying to explain, and I will show you, is that the Poor People's Campaign of 1968, and this is incredibly important work that he was doing um, in the last few months. Him and Bobby Kennedy got together and they wanted to eliminate poverty in this country. They realized that the constitution itself was not meant to ever have a class system, that the poor were not supposed to be oppressed, and that since the start of that and not actually understanding that slavery, which was supposed to be abolished, absolutely abolished when the constitution was ratified, and they chose not to do that because they put 
property of people and profits over the actual words of the constitution, which is incredibly, you know, hypocritical when you think about that, what we're trying to say we want to be as a country. So fast forward, you know, we've the the Civil War was in fact fought over slavery. Um, Nikki Haley apparently doesn't know how to say that word out loud. I actually used to live in the South for over 10 years, and I can tell you that the indoctrination of some of these books was incredible when you were going to school there because the focus was not on really what was happening, how the union was attempted to be destroyed. It was gratifying and trying to say that white supremacy was really an okay thing and justifying it as heritage instead of truly understanding that this was an attempt to destroy democracy as we'd seen it. And if we had actually did the things that we were supposed to do when we ratified the Constitution itself, Itself, this avoid this would have been avoided. These needless deaths would have been prevented, and people would have been able to actually enjoy democracy and the Constitution as the true intent of this country over 248 years ago. So, why is this so critical today? Because you can see that the rates of poverty in this country continue that there is a, the biggest economic disparity you have ever experienced in this country at all. So you're like, what do you mean? Well, here you go. So I want you to see that this came from the patriotic um, billionaires. So the world's five richest men have more than doubled their fortunes to $869 billion since 2020 at a rate of 14 million per hour, while nearly 5 billion people have become poorer. These are the same people that have donated money, have created illegal activities, who have bought out the Supreme Court, who have bought out politicians, who have ensured that instead of the IRS who are supposed to be legislated and getting money from Congress, instead of actually being taxed and them actually paying their fair share in this country and actually giving the money back to the American people as required in the Constitution itself and in law itself, they have decided that they could be corrupt and allow for corruption to spread even into the Supreme Court and buy off our justices while they make $14 million per hour and claim that greedflation, that in, the inflation that they have passed down onto people, onto the American people, and blame it on President Biden rather than them actually coming forward and saying that they're involved in it. So that way the food that you eat are is actually more expensive for you, but they get richer. They absolutely can pay their fair share to every single American, as we do, as we pay for taxes. They have refused. The world could have its first trillionaire, but poverty won't be eradicated for another 229 years. Now, why do you think that poverty is a choice? Because it's profitable to the people at the top 
We showed that in Congress, the child tax credit had the lowest rate ever of poverty. We showed that when we actually put money there, we could eradicate poverty if we chose to. Dr. King had the same exact methodology and ideas. He wanted that poverty, the poor, the class that was supposed to never happen in this way for over 248 years, he wanted this eradicated. And you see it time and time again, that when people come forward, that when they say, we can do this, they say, no, you can't. And they give you all sorts of reasons why. And they say, it's the system. It's not the system. They want you to believe that the system is at fault. They want you to stop believing that you can eradicate poverty. Because if they allow you to think that you can't change anything, then you give up. You accept their system. And poverty continues. But we know that this kind of disparity kills people. And the people that are making these kind of choices have literally corrupted the Supreme Court itself. They have bought out our justices. And you say, what do you mean? And I point to the record. The record is, is that Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorbrich, that just argued this case, have all had these people that are involved in the Chevron case that is before the Supreme Court today gave them money and gifts illegally. They have been trying since they assassinated Dr. King. They assassinated him. Not because of civil rights, not because of race. They assassinated him because he discovered that poverty was a choice and it was run by them. I want you to just let that sit in for a moment. They killed Dr. King. Not because of civil rights, not because of race. Yes, he spoke vehemently out against about white supremacy, of course, because these are the same people that are now making poverty a choice and killing millions of Americans while they get richer. And I mean, not only are they getting richer, they're getting richer, $14 million richer per hour. That's inconceivable. What could you do with $14 million? What, what could a state do with $14 million? They could help to eradicate a lot of things. Social change, arts. We could make sure that the disabled are taken care of. We can ensure that veterans truly get the proper health care that they need. However, these men that are involved with this have decided that it is okay for Americans to die. And they have infiltrated in every single system. They have made doctors choose between their Hippocratic oath of do no harm and bowing down to them with healthcare policies for drug regulations and healthcare choices for the poor. Because so long as there's enough poor people, they can keep feeding off of them. Furthermore, you'll see that a billionaire is running or the principal share of seven out of 10 of the world's biggest corporations. 148 top corporations made 
$8 trillion in profits in a year through June 2023, a 52% increase over their average net profits between 2018 and 2021, and gave huge payouts to rich shareholders while hundreds of millions face cuts in real-term pay. When Dr. King was murdered shortly after, these people that are doing this right now enacted a plan to destroy unions. That was their first step. Because if they can weaken and crush the unions, then they can start attacking rights and putting in these illegal regulations that would cut down your rights as Americans. And that is what they have done. And they have continued this. This is not 60 years. The, the time is now. They are intentionally killing you and making record profits off of it. And when I say those payouts, do you know who those payouts are going to? Justice Clarence Thomas is one of them. They actually paid for his trips. And when they couldn't give the money directly to him because he complained as a Supreme Court justice that he wasn't making enough money, they made sure to give it to his wife, Ginny, who is an insurrectionist. And yet somehow we keep celebrating a great man like Dr. King and understanding that he was killed because poverty is a choice and these people have continued to put profits over people. You're like, well, what else? What else can we talk about? The politics of poverty. Well, when we talk about race and gender, all women compared to men, full-time, men are making 84 cents on the dollar. All earners, 78. Black women compared to non-Hispanic white men, full-time, 69 cents. All earners, 66 cents. Latina women compared to non-Hispanic men, 57 cents. All earners, 52 cents. So we are simply getting poorer while they are getting richer. They just brought a case before the Supreme Court that literally has 40 years of precedence because they decided after they assassinated Dr. King, assassinated Bobby Kennedy, assassinated Jack Kennedy, that they would do these things to enrich themselves. And they did not care about the American people whatsoever. They met in secret meetings at the ALEC meetings where they plotted, plotted how they would destroy democracy and how they would enslave, their words, not mine, enslave the poor and working class while they got richer. This has clearly happened. Our Supreme Court has been taken over by these individuals. They were appointed there intentionally, and they have been working towards destroying democracy since they assassinated people that were sent here to restore order and democracy. I have to ask you people, as you realize that someone has purposely done this to you, robbed you of your rights, assassinated this man who just wanted to ensure that people who were enslaved already, 
literally got their fair share. And by fair share, I mean that these people, the five richest men, actually paid their fair share in taxes and that we, the poor people, got actual health care, fair wages, equality under the law. The poor people, there is no race between us. They have allowed economic disparity, then created race wars into our own in-being to make sure that we wouldn't rise together and point out their disparity done to us. It is clear, clear that these men can pay their fair share. We have billionaires that are patriotic that are saying this must end. We see what we're, what is being done to the American people. We can afford a fair wage. We can afford fair health care. And we have seen that the child tax credit created the lowest rate of poverty ever. And instead, instead, MAGA Republicans decided that that wasn't good, that they shouldn't fund that, even though that they saw legislation that worked, that ended poverty. They decided to continue the suffering of Americans because so long as they can create infighting among Americans and not allow people to be truly informed, they can create their version of tyranny. And their version of tyranny is total oppression. And when they don't allow that, I want you guys to remember that the poor people, are, were, it's us. These people are making $14 million per hour, and they are literally now controlling, trying to control Congress because they've bought them out. They've bought them out. I also want you to realize that while you think your congressman is working, when these people were ordered to vote, for the 9-11 Act, where these people are valent, they defended our country in a zero-second response time to the towers falling. And again, we had intelligence. We could have prevented that. We could have prevented that tragedy, and it was ignored. And instead, we had to beg here on Capitol Hill for health care for these heroes. Did you know that they only have to be present on the floor for one minute and then they get to leave and their vote as if they were still there for the whole hearing counts? One minute. That's all they have to do to work to earn money as your representative. One minute. They left. They left. These Republicans left. Their name is on the record, but they left. They left. Instead of actually voting to take care of the people that they parade around and post on their social media for 9-11 and Veterans Day as if they give a fuck. But they don't because they're part of this corruption ring. You will continue to see that these people are nothing more 
than corrupt criminals. And while we have elected them, it is time for us to rise against this, to rise against and say that economic disparity in this country is a choice made by the very elite and that we deserve better representation, that we demand more, that when our justices are supported and actually appointed to the Supreme Court, that they actually work for the American people and for equality under the law and not for corporations, that they work for us, that they remember their oath to the Constitution and that the Constitution cannot be bought. I must tell you, it is greatly disturbing to me to know that Dr. King was assassinated for this, for his work for trying to end the class system that was never supposed to exist in this country, greatly. And he stood against this oppression. And I want you to understand that we have to do this now, that democracy truly is at stake, that insurrectionists are trying to take over our country, truly. You're seeing World War II play out before you all over again, all over again. My people on October 7th were violently raped, burned, murdered, and attacked and captured and put in captivity by terrorists. And you have failed to see the UN and the whole world come out against it. We have allowed terrorist organizations to now be okay with using rape as a means of war. This is a direct war crime. And I hear no one saying anything wrong about it, except for Jews and others. And I have to say, as a person that was raped over 10 times in the military, I'm disgusted by the lack of action by the UN. Bring my people home. It has been over 100 days. They are being put in cages, raped, and tortured. And there has been no justice. There's been no justice for my people. And as the Jews and Ukrainians are standing against the new evil empire, what are you doing? You are enjoying your everyday life. You must demand better and have accountability for these people. Otherwise, you will see the continuation of this war in a way that you have never, ever imagined. We must learn the lessons of our past. We must rise against this and end this now. We should never have Supreme Court justices that are corrupt, that do not honor the, the Constitution herself. We cannot allow this. But... As what Dr. King said, there's always great hope. We all have the ability to unite with each other. We all have the ability within us to vote, to truly vote in this election and save democracy and prevent insurrectionists and tyrants from becoming dictatorships in our country. We must support term limits in Congress. We must support term limits for Supreme Court justices so that we will not allow corruption like this to ever crawl into our pillars again. But we can do this together. 
It requires for you to vote. It requires for you to be educated. It requires for you to understand that education, freedom of the press, is the first step in ending tyranny itself, and that the Constitution itself is incredibly important to defend, and that the military has always done that. And we've been doing it for over 248 years. But understand this. They've been killing us relentlessly. I find it a mockery that the Supreme Court that brought it had used the word relentless in their, in their brief. They actually found a uh, corporation with this name. It's so insulting to us, especially the veterans in this country that have been killed by their choices as they continue to kill us each and every day with no care whatsoever. I bring to your attention a VASH voucher program. Last week, a veteran who was known to have mental health issues was granted a VASH voucher down in the South. And he's supposed to be part of this program where they check on him every couple of days. That's required. And they didn't. And he killed himself. We have several veterans who are fleeing domestic violence who have been waiting, waiting for a VASH voucher for over six months. When you become homeless, you are 90% likely to kill yourselves. And this program is supposed to be designed to save the lives of veterans. Again, our solemn oath and promise to care for veterans and their orphans and their widows continue to be broken each and every day. This is how veterans are being treated in this country. We are being treated like weapons of tools for war and then thrown away and discarded. And some of us are still here fighting every single day, fighting the effects of PTSD so that we can bring our brothers and sisters back home with us and give them fulfilling lives. But understand this, we are the ones that defend you. We are the ones to ensure your freedom. We are the ones that have the nightmares so that you don't. We are the ones that have watched our friends die. We are those people. We are the true defenders of the Constitution. This country cannot function without us. So as we try to fight for our health care right now to ensure that we can battle through PTSD and the effects of war, we are still rallying here to show you what is going on in the Supreme Court. We are still here to show you what that is going on in the corruption that has affected every pillar of our society. And we are shouting it from the rooftops because we want you to be motivated to vote. We want you to help us save your democracy together. We can truly do this together. We can eliminate poverty in this country. We can eliminate the class system in this country that was written out of the Constitution. We can rise together and truly have the vision of what America is supposed to be so that we can prosper and make sure that this goes all over the world, true democracy. It is a beautiful thing that we have. It is sacred. It's wonderful. However, 
the corrupt politicians and these billionaires that are trying to become trillionaires must be stopped. And I want you to know there's more of us than there are of them. And we can do this together. Truly, we can do this together. So become informed. Maybe, I don't know, read ProPublica, Daily Coast, NPR, and you will start to see, start to truly see that poverty is a choice. Dr. King was assassinated because he wanted universal health care. He wanted a wage that was fair and equitable for all Americans. And we can do these things. We will have the continuation on. It is up to all of us now, as you become informed, to truly pick up the flag and keep marching forward. That is what Dr. King's vision must be, that we see what happened to him and make the choice to continue his name and legacy on. That is what I will do. And I ask that you join me and ensure that you vote today. Vote every day. Vote for America. Vote for yourself. Vote for the Constitution. Vote for democracy. And understand that it is critical for you to get registered to vote. And I will be voting for Biden. Of course, I will be voting to turn this blue. But if you don't agree with me, and you want to agree with somebody that is a convicted rapist, that is a fraud, that is one of the biggest losers and frauds there's ever been, that believes that he will be a dictator on day one, that calls for the assassination of generals, that makes mockery of veterans who have been amputees and refuses to even want them to be around, I will respect your voice so long as you vote. But understand, a vote for him is not a vote for democracy. A vote for him is a vote for tyranny. A vote for him is a vote for a person that would love to incorporate the words of Hitler. And that right there means never again. And we must be unified in order to actually see the work of Dr. King fully fulfilled. Thank you for joining me today. Again, if you're a veteran in need, whatever your need may be, please reach out to me. I appreciate your time. And you can do this. Become empowered. Become knowledgeable. And help me fight against tyranny in this country.